Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. It's the Capital One Cup semi-final second leg review show. Oh, that's right. Uh, the Football Ramble in association with Capital One, the credit card that supports the supporters. Gentlemen. Yes. Mm. Jim's here. Hello. <laughs> Gentlemen, Jim's here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Luscious Luke is Pleased here. Pleased to be here. All right. And punctual Pete is here. No, I'm never punctual, no, but no. hello. <laughs> right. Uh, the semi-finals are over for another year in the Capital One Cup. Um, not much happened until the last gasp efforts of uh, those playing at Old Trafford. Mm. Um, if you could rename Old Trafford this season, uh, what would you call it, Jim? Well, um, this season and going on, maybe. Yeah, and going on. Um, obviously, I assume we're not allowed to call it the Theatre of Screams. No, we've had that. No, doing that. We coined mm. that. Everyone yeah. else nicked it. Um, Cheers, pro- all. Pro- probably. <laughs> No one else could have happened to that. possibly come up with that. Absolutely. I mean, we spoke about Pitbull being really important in football, and now he's doing the World Cup song. So. Yeah, yeah. So is he actually? Trendsetters. Yeah, uh-huh. so well, we, we don't even know. Like I said in the last show, setting the trend with a mix and a blend. <laughs> Indeed, you did. Mm. Uh, well, what I would do is I would sort of try and update um, the history of Manchester United by renaming the stadium in a very current way and calling it, and you have to say it in this accent, yeah. the Al Ferguson Loser Dome. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's obviously the shadow of Alex Ferguson is looming large yeah. anyway. Mm. Just Al put Ferguson. it in. Al Ferguson, yeah. Take away Americanise the it a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and then take away um, two letters of yeah. his first name. And lose a dome speech for itself. Well, if it? you're going to give bestow a title upon him, Duke is more American than that. So Duke yeah. Al Ferguson. Duke Al Ferguson in the loser dome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, oh. Alex Ferguson will be furious about that. And next time I phone him on 999, he will, <laughs> <laughs> he will be furious. More on that in a little Even while. Even though United actually won the game, that's still, that's still a good one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like that. The Al Ferguson loser dome. <laughs> Sorry, the Al Ferguson loser down. Mm. Luke. I normally fastidiously prepare notes for this part of the show, but I forgot this week, so mm-hmm. I've come up with the David Moyes Club of Tears. <laughs> for, for the stadium, though? For, yes. The Club yes. of Tears. You'll have your go in a minute. <laughs> You'll have your go in a minute. A Don't club worry. is not the cement. The club is the people. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. That. Pete, he won't win the points with that. First rule of the David Moyes Club of Tears. You do always cry. You, you always, always talk about it. <laughs> <Why me? laughs> Second we're, rule: We're really seeing how much you need to put the work in here. Aren't <laughs> yeah. The second rule is you, all, you always cry. Yeah. And the third rule is you must at all times completely insist that Phil Jones is a good good player. Yeah. <laughs> this is Luke more unscripted, well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Looks, yeah. looks on a gorse slow. It seems good. Get this on the. Um, <laughs> Get this on the uh, the best of bits. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> the best of the Capital World Cup show is yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> so what was your answer to the David Moyes Club of Tears? Yeah. Yeah? It'll do it. It's, a, it's an answer and that's Oi. all we hope for. Yeah, Marcus. Pete, what it's a few sentences out of the way. <laughs> all, yeah. jo- all joking aside, wow. you heard me. <laughs> yeah, go on, Peter. Uh, I would rename Old Trafford to the... 
Oh my God, play Shin- Shinji Kagawa through the middle stadium. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, that's Pete, the um, title. Pete, you forgot about the question as well, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> oh, Gordon Bennett. Marcus, <laughs> reprimand us. Well, I can't. Because pull, us, pull our little reins that we've got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, this is, no, I'm not having that then. Think of something better. Yeah, now. I've just there you go. thought of something better. No, you better. haven't thought of something. Think of what something. What did you come up with? You, He's not had his go yet. Yeah, exactly. Well, Marcus, you, well, you, well, Marcus right, you have your go and let them think about a better, more right, sensible yeah, answer. That's, that's pressure on Speller, isn't it? Good. We'll come back to you. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Lold Trafford. <laughs> Get out. Get off your high <laughs> horse immediately. <laughs> Two laughs there. You're still hurting from um, what I said to you. <laughs> um, or New Trafford. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good one. Okay. New Trafford's a good one. Simple because and sweet, I, I, th- I thought about calling it... I thought about suggesting the United of Manchester Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> <It's not bad. laughs> I just quite like New that Trafford. better. Yeah, you should have done that. It's called the Trafford Centre. There's no, there's, no, already, there's already a place. City of Manchester? People would turn up to the wrong place. <laughs> that kind of thing. City of Manchester. Yeah, the City of Manchester Stadium. It was, that name can be used now, can't it? Yeah, yeah or yeah. the Etihad. Just see what they do. Etihad. Si- <laughs> Winning was a fad. Move this on. Yeah. The City of Manchester Stadium, now it's even more like a Morrissey song because it is more bleak. Okay. Um, we'll remove that and yeah. then we'll come back to you. What's your answer, Pete? Uh, I'm fine, thanks. Carry you're, on. No, I you're not having one. I was busy getting involved with your answer, and I didn't have time to think of one. So <laughs> okay, I don't it, know why. I'm so being this is my fault, isn't when, it? When Luke Moore came up with nonsense as well, why am I? I'm being singled yeah, Luke's out. Luke's just staying quiet, yeah. which is a new tactic from him. Very yeah, new. But he's tactic. working very well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I should do this more often. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all agreed. Yeah. Um, Jim's got the points. Well, of course he has. That's yeah. a hollow victory for you, Jim. Really, yeah. yeah. really, really is. And the only reason why you... Um, well, actually, no, it's a cup competition, so um, you you advanced to play me in the final. <laughs> I, 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 um, I cannot believe I've Mar- won the points with the Al Ferguson loser done. Marcus is, the, Marcus is like da- Danny Zuko in The Karate Kid uh, 2, or, or 3, whichever one it is, where you only have to play the final. That's Danny Zuko? Uh, what did I Danny, say? Danny LaRusso. <laughs> Danny LaRusso. Danny Zuko's Greece, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good uh, fight, the two yeah, Dannys. Would, yeah. Greece dojo. Oh, right then. Let's get this one out of the way. West Ham nil, Manchester United 3. What a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, emphatic, was it? Clean sheet away from home, three goals. They'll be well pleased with that. Big Sam apparently said in his programme notes, if, um, if the semi-final was over one leg, they would have, at Upton Park, they would have a chance. Mm, I disagree with mm. that. I actually yeah, Because they lost 9-0 over two legs. Yeah. That's such a pointless thing to say. It really is, isn't it? It's I mean, keen listeners will note that, uh, that Marcus actually said uh, Manchester United just then. Uh, oh, did he? Yeah, he did. So uh, maybe I deserve some points. points <laughs> 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 All right, well, it looks as though there'll be three of us in the final. <laughs> yeah. um, West Ham nil, Manchester City three. Yes. yes. Um, I've done enough of my predictions now for future seasons. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and Negredo scored and Aguero scored. Yeah, as is just normal now, isn't Assured. it? You can sort of just assume that that will happen before That's, each match. City. Manchester City scored their 104th, 105th and 106th goals. In all Against West Ham. <laughs> <laughs> what was amazing was that West Ham was six nil down, and uh, you know, you know, City were clearly, clearly going to go through. But West Ham actually seemed to coast through the game more than yeah, City. I know. <laughs> I thought that my first notes I made was that like that within three minutes. I mean, obviously City scored in three minutes. I watched that goal again on the replay, <laughs> and uh, Kalishi picks up the ball in his own half. No one gets near him. Mm-hmm. No one even bothers going near him. Yeah. They've right? got their own battles. It's the first few minutes you think, okay, about 15,000 have turned up or whatever. You know, at least give them something. There's, it's fair enough and absolutely acceptable that there are other teams better than you, but there's no excuse for not trying as hard, working as yeah. hard, being as fit, all that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, Kalishi coasts into their half. He knocks it out wide. Ball comes across. And I don't know how you guys feel, but the greater head, it was like a training ground. There's yeah. no one near him. <laughs> 
Is, is, is absolutely no one well, knew. The, the, there was a sea of boos immediately because they were just so like. I, can you so imagine much, how angry you'd be if you were one so of those fifteen thousand that turned up and they're trying that little that they've conceded from the first attack in like the second minute without <laughs> they putting get, a challenge in? They did yeah. get a goal disallowed though, didn't they? Quite early on, well, they uh, did. Yeah, but I think <laughs> Nolan knew that that was going to be disallowed from the way he, he took it very nonchalantly. <laughs> mm. I was yeah. a little bit disappointed that there wasn't an overhead kick or some kind of spectacular volley. Because surely West, uh, Manchester City must have thought, right, headers and volleys. Yeah, but that's the thing. Well, they did the header, actually, they obviously, I know it sounds a bit disrespectful, but I mean, they did it, and I'm just pointing it out. They just played within themselves. They played like a team who thought, you know what, we've got some important games coming up this season. Mm-hmm. Let's play at, at a nice pace. Didn't really bother getting out of second or third gear, and West Ham let them do that. Mm. And for me, if you're playing against a team, undoubtedly as talented as Manchester City, of course, you've, if they're playing like that, there's no reason you can't get a goal or two or, or, or push them. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and they were, I'm not saying Man City could have then stepped up again, but at least give them a game. Mm. You know? Do you know what I mean? It was almost, uh, yeah, I do. But the, 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 I think the psychology of it is—it's so difficult as a if you're a West Ham player to be anything approaching bothered. And I know you think, well, hang on a minute, 15,000 people turned up or whatever it was, and that should make you a little bit bothered. And of course it should, but it must be so hard. And also, you know, the, the manager might have said to them, "Look, lads, take it easy. There is, we've lost. Don't get injured. Don't pick up a silly injury or a don't silly. get injured. Don't get completely destroyed once more. Yeah, mm. don't get a booking. Oh, there's no danger of that happening anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> Generally, yeah. though, I, th- I thought out of the whole team, I thought Andy Carroll um, set himself up quite well. He, yeah. was, he was all over the place. He was but Andy Carroll can in use the best that. Sense of the word. He can, but he can use that to um, to get back work to full fitness. fitness yeah. and, and I think if you're if you're a player like um, I don't know, you know, a player who, who's maybe not potentially starting every single game for West Ham and they've got a relegation file on their hands use it as a put yourself in the shot window you know? mm. at least you can say look you know, here's what I did they've all got the stats and stuff Allardyce loves all that stuff at least you can then show the manager that you really put it in you deserve a place in the team mm. yeah. I know it's hard psychologically mm. to lift yourself but it's a game of football well, you take it as a one-off and try and win it I, th- I think that yeah. um, a sports psychologist would probably just give up at the point. G- can you motivate these players? Because, I mean, it's really difficult. They'll probably go, yeah, I'm probably not going to take <laughs> yeah. that job because that's hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, Negredo's that second goal was, again, a classic example of the demotivation and kind of almost lack of effort we were talking about earlier. Because he, he basically just ran down the pitch. There's barely mm. a challenge put in. It reminded me of when um, you rubbish at FIFA, as I am, so to just sort of regain a bit of confidence, you play a friendly game on like the lowest set- yeah. setting mm, just yeah. to remember how to score. And, yeah. they, and they don't even move and it's really easy. And it, it just looked like that. I'd rarely seen a goal so sort of it reminded casual. Me, it reminded me of when Marcus and I went on this um, FA training thing. I thought you going to say when Marcus played Bristol. for the Ramble. No, no, no. no. Oh. And we, we would go for these exercises and at a certain That's point right, yeah. they were saying so UEFA... Stop- B license? Yeah, whatever it was. They, they, yeah. At some points they would say stop. Yeah. And you'd have to look at your position and you have to learn where you should be. And mm. it was almost like it's some, it was such a training ground move that you think, well, they're just letting them do that because they mm. want to try and work on a move or something. It was really odd. Yeah, it was strange. Mm. I mean, the thing is, though, I mean, West Ham's personnel at the back aren't good enough. I mean, that, that, they don't score enough goals, obviously. But I mean, if you're looking at it, was Roger Johnson. I mean, it's a shame Winston really isn't here because he's probably their best defender. But Roger Johnson in there, James Tonkins, are they good enough to keep a team in the Premier League? I'd say no. Matthew Taylor playing out of position, stupid. Mm. Um, and um, Razvan Rat is obviously very experienced, but he's mm. got his own faults as well, and he's mo- probably in, you know come to <clears throat> certainly not a, not at the beginning of his career, put it that way. Yeah, it's it's just incredible, isn't it, that uh, the second leg of a semi final in the Cup at One Cup is being used as a training exercise by one team because they're so good. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not the fact that it's it's, the, it's not the tournament. It's the, it's the other no, team. No, that's what I mean. Like they've they've, they've hammered them so badly. The, the second leg, yeah. it's, it's not even a case of, oh, could it be one of those one in a hundred kind of nights? Mm. Or mm. It's, this is this is not, um, you know, Fulham v Juventus, for example, or, or 
Deportivo versus Milan or something like that, overhauling a four-goal thing. Or but I think Man City still um, played, um, you know, they still gave um, West Ham a certain amount of credit in the personnel that they chose for that particular football yeah, match. Yeah, they I did. Think they, uh, th- they could have been, arguably, just went, right, bring the kids in, but they didn't, you know, they played mm. it. And I liked that, um, on what you said, Marcus, that um, apparently some be- a betting shop had an advert in the window. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Said, um, West- <laughs> you know, those things, West Ham to win, so-and-so praised this amount. Yeah. It said, like, West Ham to win 7-0 wins the keys to this shot. (laughs) Brilliant. A friend of mine used to work in a betting shop and uh, would get very bored there. And uh, he once put as the bet in the window and had to ring someone up to get the odds for this. I think it was Middlesbrough 6, Everton 3, with Frank Quadrou to score first. What did he get price? <laughs> like something like, like millions to one. Like <laughs> I used to work in a betting shop, and uh, I would know that the keys to the front door don't really mean a lot, because <laughs> they've got a safe. Yeah, that's so, true. You know, it's big talk from the from the guys at the betting shop, but keys yeah, I don't shop. Yeah, yeah, he's not. They've not specified what, which keys. Which keys yeah, it, toilet it's keys. A, it's a dig. Be a toilet keys. It's a dig, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a dig, yeah. Either way, very much a, a dig. Um, but I think <laughs> it was. A, to be fair to say, it was a very professional win from them. It's something Pellegrini keeps saying about them that you know when they when they've had a lot of games or when it's a game like this where you know they're expected to win. They still they don't you know they could easily have conceded you know or made it quite difficult for themselves in a way or, or in the actual game itself. But mm. they, they didn't, did they? They just got on with it. They won comfortably, mm. job done, onto the next one. I like they, are, they, they are not dropping their standards for a moment. It's even more frightening, isn't it, than, it is. than the, the reaction to the, the first leg? Because, as you say, for a game where they could have played these players or they could have taken it easy, whatever it is, they went out there and they won 3-0. Uh, yeah. I also really enjoyed how chuffed, clearly, uh, Pellegrini was to, to manage at Wembley. He said in the post-match mm. interview, I've never managed at Wembley before, so yeah. great for me. And so, obviously, he took it very seriously. And... and, and <clears throat> It's a big thing for him, you know. And of course, people are talking about them winning multiple trophies, but you may not get another chance to play at Wembley this season. Mm. And it was good to see so many Man City fans there. Mm. Mm. Play to them, yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, it's um, another great thing that City have to their advantage as well is this kind of battle between Sergio Aguero and Alvaro Negredo to see who's going to finish as top scorer. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, right. Um, nobody's going to lose that particular battle either because they're going to score no. forty goals. Every <laughs> everyone wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone in sky blue wins. <clears throat> um, so that was the, uh, the the first one out the way. The second one, uh, Manchester United two, Sunderland one. Uh, there wasn't. I mean, it was a little bit more lively. Of course, that was a bit tighter, wasn't but, it? But yeah. it, my goodness, uh, proper cup tie. We had to wait. <laughs> yeah. Well, you had to wait, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. United started the better, of course. And uh, had a few chances, and Welbeck and uh, and Co. Neely uh, got the breakthrough, and it was Johnny Evans who scored. Mm. And th- there was a feeling of okay, Manchester United surely now will will go on to win this. I mean, I think it was Barini had a great effort from Sunderland. Yeah. There was a funny moment actually when the Sunderland fans were cheering the passes mm. for their team yeah, making. Olays. Uh, it was like it was, fifteen it was twenty minutes in, <laughs> yeah. and it actually it was a nice move, and it ended up with Barini hitting one just over the bar. Which... It's the kind of thing you get at the loser dome these days. <laughs> I, th- I thought that um, so I'm pretty sure. I read that Sunderland had a lot more possession. They certainly seem to. When, yeah. I watched the game, and they certainly seem to have a lot more. And I know people were sort of implying that, that most of the action took place in the final few minutes of extra time, which you know is probably true. But it was still pretty. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was an interesting occasion, purely because the stakes that were on it. You know, what yeah. I mean. It was, as we've said before, I mean, Moyes that ta- that that competition or this competition means a lot more to to a Moyes Manchester United team because he needs to get off the mark and stuff. Mm. Um, and. I mean, I, it's impossible. I had a human, almost instinctive sort of re- reaction when I saw Moyes when yeah. they lost. I just felt so sorry for him because yeah. he, he's under a lot of pressure. Even the he looks so sad. He looks upset. He, he, does. Just, he just looks really sad. And t- to be fair, I mean, 
those penalties were a disgrace. Well, let's talk yeah. about what can Moyes do there. Well, let's talk about the penalties. Let's talk about the game because Manchester United they were one nil up. And they had, you know, a few chances. They had a bit of pressure. They, they, they couldn't make it count. And then Sunderland came back in, and it was... There was uh, so much room in the middle for Sunderland yeah. to just... just mm. They weren't even passing around. They were just sort of going on a bit of a wonder. Like, really I've never were. seen there be so much space and so um, so little pressure on a side playing mm. at, uh, you know, uh, uh, against a Manchester United side. But Incredible. the pitch at Old Trafford has never looked bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, um, and they were coming forward, and you thought, blimey, just, it only takes a goal. And, of, of course, the uh, in the Cabot One Cup... the, the Wiggles count after extra time. The United are certainly cursing that. Yeah, um, and it went into extra time. And again, it, it, United looked fairly comfortable. They started getting on top, and Hernandez missed a good chance, didn't he? Mm. And you thought, okay, okay, maybe. And then towards the end, the pressure really started to crank up. And Sunderland, with their first shot on goal mm. from no, Phil no, no, Bardsley, the Manchester the United slayer on target. The first shot on target. They had about eighteen shots before that. Well, they've had, no, they had shots at goal, but it wasn't on. Okay, the goal. fine, yeah. Okay. And and uh, and De Gea, oh my goodness! Yeah. And it was just like. This, this, surely things cannot get worse. <laughs> mm. Funnily enough, they did. Well, we, yeah. But at that point, though, we thought that um, Chicharito had dug, dug the hair out of that well, guy. Yeah, then they go up the other end, and you thought, oh, hang on a minute, this is Manchester United. Yeah. Of course it is. Mm. Like, even even when they're down in the doldrums, that, that fighting spirit of coming back with the goal, Even I mean, I thought he was going to hit it over the bar. He, he yeah. nearly missed that. He nearly oh, missed yeah, he that. Oh, yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> do, do, do you not think that um, United, I mean... <laughs> Sunderland had a lot of the ball, especially sort of early on. They had a few ch- I was getting quite frustrated with them because they had a few chances to get the ball into the box and just didn't do it. And I thought, I know Poirier likes his teams to keep possession and stuff, mm. but I mean, you're at Old Trafford in mm. the Cup semi-final. If you get the ball, and there's players in the, in the penalty area. Yeah. If you get the ball on the, on the wide, put it in the, in the box. Got Fletcher in there. I mean, yeah, exactly. And, and they weren't doing that um, to start with, but they sort of eased their way into the game. And um, for me, I know it sounds like a... I don't know if you guys agree, but and, and, and United had, had more shots, of course, and they had chances that they they spurned, but Sunderland seemed to be making all the running to me. They seemed to be sort of mm. pressuring and, and um, calling the shots a little bit, moving the ball around quite nicely. United is so overly reliant on Yanazai. Yeah. The, the, the problem with that is he's obviously a great player, and he will go on to, to great things, I'm sure, but he's too young to have be relied on that in that situation. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah. And the reason for that, I think, is because he makes wrong decisions too much. Now, obviously, he, he pulled out of the bag for their final goal, that, well, he pulled it back and Hernandez scored. There's a couple of decisions where he just shot when he should, shouldn't have done. Mm. Um, he, he wasn't really... You know, I mean, it's what you expect because he's only 18. Yeah, it's youthful exuberance. Yeah, but, yeah, absolutely. But United just relied on him so much. Mm. And, and it was it's a little yeah. bit of a mug's game to do that. And, and let's be honest, he played 90 minutes against Chelsea. And now he's played 120 minutes last night. Yeah. What's he going to be like well, at the weekend? Right. You know, mm. And then Martin Tyler was saying, oh, you know, um, you know, at that age you can play every day. You can't. Not at that level. There's no <laughs> way. You'll be completely burned out if you play. It's like going in for work experience and then sudden, suddenly the, the manager disappears. And like, oh, God. <laughs> and you're doing, I, I, you're I've got charge. to do everything. Yeah. I don't even know how to work the tills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, like with... Um, with Liverpool, with Raheem Sterling, there may have been other factors that. I Michael don't know. Owen, yeah, you know, yeah. just rely- You can't Torres. tell me Yanazai can play at the top level forty games a season. It's, no it's ridiculous, mm. and he shouldn't be expected to either. Yeah, I think Sunderland responded to going one 0 down very well. They um they didn't panic, did they? They just sort of they mm. just stayed calm, stuck mm. at what they were doing, mm-hmm. and it, they they almost let United confuse themselves and took advantage of it. Mm. Barsley Barsley really wanted, didn't he? You could tell. I mean, I saw him interviewed yeah. afterwards. Obviously from Salford, mm. ex Man United player. Apparently he was um, he was wrestling with Key to get yeah. to get a penalty and stuff. Because they, they were just so keen for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you, you didn't really think many United players looked that 
up for it. Absolutely. I mean, Chicharito got himself injured, didn't he? In the, uh, I think, scoring mm. the goal, so he couldn't take a penalty. Um, but I wonder why. You know, it's. Do you reckon he actually was injured? Well, that's what Moy said. I'd be mm. surprised if he'd uh, if he bottled it. He doesn't seem that sort of player. Mm. But it, United just look like a team that can't get the job done, regardless of what that job is. It's. I mean, they had so many opportunities, even after what we discussed earlier, leading up to the penalty shootout itself. They had a chance to, to, to you know, to win it. Mm. And and you fancy? I mean, you really. Chicharito, you've really got to be hitting the target. Mm. I mean, you, you, know, you don't get. I mean, he's also a player who's used to coming off the bench, used to getting a few chances, and, and sort of that's how he's made his reputation, really. Mm. And in, in a way, a bit like Solskjaer, he'll take a chance, he'll, he'll, he'll get a chance, and he'll yeah. take it. And the reason he'll only get one or two is because he only plays for about 10 minutes sometimes, you know. Mm. And, and for him to miss the target by that distance, you wondered at that point whether it was really their night, you know. Well, it just, it, it, I mean, it just wasn't. I mean, at the moment, um, Manchester United remind me a little bit of. Arsenal, when they sold a couple of players, mm. and it was a few seasons ago, was it their centenary year? They had the bigger badges on the shirt. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Mm. Black and white away, mm. a black and blue away kit. Mm. And people were getting so frustrated with Arsenal, saying, "What's the matter with them? Why can't they win? Why can't you know they've got some good players?" And it's kind of like, "Yeah, they have, but they're actually, if you look at those players, you're looking at the shirt, you're not looking at the players yeah, in that absolutely. shirt. Absolutely. And if you look at the Manchester United team that started, yeah, Welbeck's a good player. Yeah, Yanazai's got great promise. Hernandez is, is decent. You know, can that is a far cry from what we've been used to seeing. Yeah. At Old but again, as we've said before, there's Rooney and Van Persie to come back. Yeah. Um, and Absolutely. it looks like they're going to sign Matter. That's not done as we speak. I mean, mm. if yesterday's anything to go by, they'll probably keep dropping the pen and like <laughs> just, <laughs> just <laughs> getting locked out of the room where the contract is, losing it, <laughs> setting it on fire. So much so that the transfer window will shut and they won't get him. But if they do manage to bring him in, yeah. then obviously that's a huge addition. Even my dad sent me, who doesn't even watch football, he's never liked football, he even sent me a Manchester United pen, Matter signing. Joke. Oh, right. like, oh, thanks, Dad. Thanks for that. Right. Now they're, you get involved. I could, I could be good at football. <laughs> their crisis has transcended the sport. Is what you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gone mainstream. I'm against it. It's mainstream Schadenfreude. I agree with you, Mark. <laughs> Everyone's piling on. I think the only positive from that lineup in terms of reliability. I mean, De Gea's been having mm. a pretty good season despite his error. Is seeing Fletcher, uh, Fletcher and Carrick back in the midfield, yeah. Yeah. playing two actual midfielders yep. in the midfield yep. for yep. them, yep. provided them with a bit of a fulcrum. And obviously, mm. Fletcher's not fully fit yet, and he will become fitter in in time. But you wonder. I mean, I think you know. I don't want to pick on people individually, and, and that's unfair to, to sort of judge Jan as I probably at this stage. Um, and as Jim said, Rooney and Van Persie are both unavailable. But like someone like Raphael, I mean, yeah, great promise, and people were raving about him. I just don't think he's reliable he's, enough. Yeah, he's a liability. I don't moment. think he's strong enough. I don't think his temperament's good enough. I, I just think he's, he's, he makes errors of positioning. He, he loses his head, as we saw against Chelsea, yeah. and he's done that before. Um, you, you know, I mean, it's one thing for... I don't know if you, go, if you guys feel the same thing, but it's one thing for... If you're someone like Raphael who comes in, you've got a lot of promise, you're obviously mm. talented, and you come into Man United, and you're surrounded by brilliant players. And, you can, and they can get away with having him in there. Maybe sometimes he makes mm. an error, but he generally plays well because mm. he's got great players around him. Mm, yeah. Take some of those players away. Take the manager away. You know, and all of a sudden, it, it's a lot harder for them. Yeah, it's a lot harder for players like that. And I just think those players maybe show flashes or, or, or good quality moments, but they can't consistently be relied upon or the manager's not motivating them enough, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it certainly seems uh, very strange. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, you look at the back line with Smalling and, uh, and Butner as well, left back yeah. and, and uh, Jones... Mm. Um, Which I mean, I, and, I don't. And, and Raphael, they're good players, but yeah. 
But that's that kind of older head or, or more experienced person to, mm. to, well, to again, be in again, there. Again, Vidic being out is a yeah, totally. unfortunate like, in this Vidic, But then it's Vidic, his own fault, isn't it? Vidic yeah. this season, yeah. Mm. I mean, there's a lot there. But, I mean, what about the penalty shootout itself? It was it's spectacular. The, the Jason Punch and School of Penalties. Dude, yeah. Sunderland, Incredible. Sunderland beat them 2-1. 2-1! Some, some of those penalties make Jason Punch's penalty look good purely because he actually struck the ball properly. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Punch <laughs> struck that ball like a Premier League football player. Yeah. As in, no, we can all laugh how high wide it went but no one in this room could strike the ball that well yeah. no one could kick the ball that hard and so he mm. just had a bit of a funny moment yeah. where it flew off in but, direction but, but in terms the, of striking the ball I mean Phil Jones striking you hit the, the ball, ball when I, you hit the ball that hard if you get the angle ever so slightly wrong it's, of course yeah. it's like a golf mm. shot isn't it yeah. it'll but, just fly but people trying to curl it into the corner like yeah, a free kick it's curl it into it in. the top corner I mean you, you'd look at that score you'd say they won 2-1 on penalties and think that they were allowed to have walled like it's just I couldn't even work out I watched it about five times I couldn't even work out what Phil Jones was trying to do <laughs> I mean he's <laughs> trying to hit those stewards yeah, well, he hit someone in the face, didn't he? Hit Did someone he? in the face, like, <laughs> properly smacked him in the face. I think I'll that, give um, you gurning. If you want, <laughs> a, couple of, yeah, a couple of tweeters have, have pointed this out to us. Um, Pete Selby was the first to do it, so he gets the uh, he gets the credit. He said, if you look at uh, Phil Jones's standing foot, you know, I mean, obviously, no one, not everyone's a professional or whatever, but you mm. are learned, you are taught, sorry, at a pretty young age. Put your non-striking foot next to the ball. Yeah. That's like page one stuff. You get to yeah. that like under eight. Mm. If you look at the replay of Phil Jones striking that penalty, his foot is about two feet behind the ball. <laughs> his body is like a, a forty-five degree angle yeah. leaning back, and he and he. It doesn't even strike it properly. It only just sort of goes over, sort of floats over the mm. ball. It's literally one of the worst penalties I've ever seen. Yeah. But, then, but then Yanazai didn't really give himself that much um, help because he didn't really do a run up. He just sort of, it was like a five aside yeah. um, penalty. Mm. He was trying it? to be it was, too clever, I think. Yeah. Even yeah. Darren Fletcher's penalty, which he did score, wasn't a good penalty. Oh, well, it was but in the corner. It was right, but positionally, but it was no, fine. no, he got a hand to I mean, yeah. Moyes, you know, he was a very different footballer than Gus Poyet, but uh, can you imagine Poyet, who was quite a technically gifted footballer, mm. <laughs> just going, you absolute yeah, idiot. Yeah, yeah. On like, both sides, to And I'm fair. wearing a personalised snood. <laughs> <laughs> even, even Moyes, though, you can imagine a player like him, if, if you are given the responsibility to take a penalty in a penalty shootout, he thinks, oh, blimey, I've not got a spot to, to pick. And, and, and that can be quite confusing if you go up. You think, oh, I'll go that way. Oh, should I go that way? And you, and you end up hitting it in between the post and the centre of the goal, which mm. are the kind of nice ones for the keeper to save. Yeah. That's where you, your confusion is. So you think, I'm just going to hit this as hard as I can. But Jones didn't even do that. No, this is the thing. Yeah. If he'd have belted that, and it would have, as I say, we said with punching, you get the angle slightly wrong, and it flies over the bar, at least you can see what he's but trying it wasn't, to do. It wasn't like, you know, Roberto Baggio in the final of the World Cup going, well, Tafra likes him on the floor, so I'm going to print to the roof. Yeah. Or, or Diana it, Ross. There was no Diana Ross. <laughs> <laughs> if only the goal had split at this point. <laughs> Look at the classic example of, of people who've taken stick for bad penalties, and the biggest one by far is Chris Waddle. Mm. And his penalty mm. was about three inches over the yeah. It wasn't that bad, mm. he and he shouldn't have even off. taken it. Right, <laughs> and, and th- I, I just, I just can't see how what, what they're what they're trying to do. I, I, I think and it, this this sort of sort of a hypothesis falls down a little bit because Yanis is a very technically technically gifted player, but he's still very young and inexperienced. So maybe that's mm. got something to do with it. But I firmly believe the reason England are poor in penalty shootouts is because when the pressure hits you, when fatigue, pressure, those a- a- external influences mm. come upon you. It's a solid technique that will get you through. Yes. And the first thing to break down when you have, have those sort of external influences making it hard for you, if it's like I say, fatigue, pressure, that sort of stuff, a slight injury, 
your technique will suffer. Mm. And, and it's the ones who've got the best, most solid technique that yeah. will score. And that's why players like Marcus Alonso, Key, scored. Mm. Because, because they, they struck the ball so sweetly. And, and Marcus Alonso was always going to score that goal. And mm. Key was always going to score. There you go. Th- those two penalties... You look at them; they're proper penalties, mm. and if, it would have had to have been a good save from the goalkeeper. The way the, the run up, the way Key sort of side footed his into yeah. the corner, you, you were watching that penalty. You were going, what, the, "What on earth is unfolding in front of my eyes yeah. here?" Mm. And he scored. You went, "Oh yeah, so penalty." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, away from how bad the penalties were, it was incredibly entertaining. On one of the oh, earlier yeah. shows, um, Capital One Cup shows in the, in the season, I was. I, I said, I hope we see a sort of decent penalty shootout, yeah, and um, I wasn't expecting that, but it, yeah. was, it was brilliant. It was yeah. brilliant. Interesting enough, as you say, Luke, all four uh, Englishmen who took penalties all missed in that Welbeck Jones, mm. um, Gardner. And Adnan Yazai wants to play for England. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Or you can't miss five. He doesn't really want to play for England. No, he doesn't. He's got um, the skills. Yeah. He's got the penalty skills. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, what can you say? Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> Jim, Jim, you say you wanted a good penalty shootout. I think the great thing about penalty shootouts is. Even if they're really, really bad, sometimes that makes them really good. Yeah, absolutely. So, so the quality of a football match can sometimes, <laughs> hit, you know, but with the penalty shootout, you was in for a, for a bit of a bit of drama. Um, but well done to Sunderland. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Bloody well done. They've knocked out most, you know, Chelsea, Southampton, um, most notably. Yeah. on their way. So they'll fancy it in the final, given the scalps they already had. Well, they'll yeah. go for it. You know what I mean? It's a well, they've beaten Man City four times um, at home in the league in the last four seasons. How about that? And la- was it last year? Maybe the season before last, they drew three or at City. Yeah. It's a great game. Was it last year? Yeah, I forget. I forget. It might have been the season Bentner was on loan at Sunderland. Right. I think they drew three all at the oh, City Manchester right. Stadium that season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember the one. Uh, was it last season or the season before last when Key scored? Just, I just yeah, remember the commentary. Yeah. And they had were battered. Yeah. Yeah. He, was, he was offside as well, wasn't he? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, also, City will want to um, kind of make up for the FA Cup final last season. Well, I was about so. to say that. I, mean, I, I, we were at the, I was at the FA Cup final last year. I can't remember if you guys were, but City were abject. Absolutely terrible. Now, I know they've got a new manager and a few new players and stuff, but... Mm. They lose a, a, a modicum of concentration. Suddenly, will we'll punish them, yeah. and, and they, they've earned their right to be there for sure. Just before mm. we move on to a little bit of correspondence, just a word to Manchester United fans: it is depressing at the moment. I understand, I understand that, and it, you know, but whatever the state be, um, you do not phone the emergency help services in a time of crisis <laughs> in football. Um, I, I say this because the Greater Manchester Police um, issued a statement on their Facebook page. I like how they got a Facebook page. Um, they said, Last night at approximately 10.30pm, a man um, from the Crumpsall area of North Manchester rang 999 in a drunken state demanding to speak to Sir Alex Ferguson about last night's <laughs> result. <laughs> He's, he's retired. Yeah. Right? He's got to get another job. He also doesn't work at any of the emergency yeah. services. <laughs> and never has. It's, no. it's not like the bat phone. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you said just... that, <laughs> said that the AA was like the fifth emergency service. What emergency service is Alex Ferguson? Yeah, like 305 or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's retired. He's gone. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's gone. Well, that bumps him down then, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> True. I, li- I like it how um, they went on to say, obviously it can be sad and depressing um, when your football team loses a game. However, we all please remember that the 999 service is used for emergencies only. Um, I'm worried. I'm, I'm genuinely worried about if that's the stage it's got to already. How many United fans in general are coping with this? Because yeah. I've supported Portsmouth my life, 
I'll tell you what, I've never thought about ringing the police. No. And so if you're dealing with it this badly already, yeah. imagine what it's going to be like in ten years' time. You're in control, but not the police. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> previous as well, there's the guy who called uh, the police when Nanny got sent off yeah. like, and reported it as a crime. Yeah. But, I mean, United <laughs> fans... See where he's coming from, there. Yeah, United fans yeah. laugh at Liverpool fans being over the top, and yeah. they're, you know, they're going the same way themselves. Let's use two. those two examples <laughs> to generalise. Yeah, it's almost like all football fans are as bad as each other. It's exactly like that, isn't it? Yeah. Nonsense, nonsense. Well, let's see if they are. Um, Luke, a <laughs> bit of correspondence. Yes, I've got some tweets here and some Facebooks from people who've told us their highlights of the round. Now, Mark Owen's come in. I don't think it's that one. On the Can we assume it is? Okay, yeah. Mark from Manchester. Owen. Well, it's not his name, though, is it? Mark Owen, rather than Mark Owen's. No, he's not actually, he's actually Oh, Mark right, Owen, okay, yeah. so, okay. Um, so, X, take that. So, no, they're still going. So, take yeah, that guy, take that Mark star. Owen. Yeah. Um, he says... Unless um, that's an exclusive. The foreshadowing to the World Cup is five Englishmen, including Adnan, all missed their penalties. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about that. Was Stephen Fletcher, is he Scottish? Or is he Scottish, Scottish, very Scottish, much sorry, Scottish, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was getting uh, me Fletcher. Oh, he had a bit of a bust up with Craig Levine and was out the squad for a while, but I think he might be back in the fold now. Luke through Twitter says, Phil Jones' penalty that smashed a fan in the face. Obviously, Dave Shaw comes in on the Facebook and says, just one let you guys know Brian McDermott said it's the worst day of his life <laughs> uh, Jamie Kennedy says will we please discuss Kevin Phillips suit yes mm. now this, I'm glad someone said that yeah. it's reminded let's get me. to the real issue <laughs> because this was a disgrace yeah it was uh, Lionel Messi-esque was it not you see him in the Ballon d'Or yes mm. so Lionel Messi because of the character and, and, and the player he is seems to get away with some quite bad clothes mm. um, but when Kevin Phillips does it it's not the same Kevin you can't get away there with is, it. there is nowhere to hide <laughs> I mean, Kevin mm. Phillips has had a very good career but mm. still yeah still. exactly absolutely. Um, <laughs> football shorts comes in and says I haven't listened to the football ramble in 8 weeks in preparation for a 28 hour flight to New Zealand don't let me down lads that's wow. going to win badly. That's so a highlight, highlight of the round? <laughs> that's a lot of... Uh, Please answer the question yeah. next time, OK? Um, uh, William Owen says, I'm a West Ham fan and I'm pleased that we've only got to score 10 in the third leg. Daniel Goodfellow on the Facebook, I'm too excited to come up with something funny um, or some sort of contrived ramble in-joke, which are the only jokes we like. A little bit rude. Uh, Sunderland are in a cup final and is I'm ecstatic. Is that what he said? Yeah. He just says, yeah. happy to be there and I'm going to end with this Absolutely, one, yeah. which, which sums up beautifully from Mick Richardson on the Facebook just scenes in the away end unbelievable unspeakable scenes <laughs> <laughs> I cannot must describe have been in there. Yeah. <laughs> must have been they're still in there mate yeah. <laughs> on, on mobile they're still in there it's like the they're last days of Rome yeah. people are having sex <laughs> ok some of the fans you can leave the stadium now we don't want to yeah. <laughs> we'll still, stay here to the next game there's still West Brom and Newcastle fans isn't there <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all there everyone's having a massive picnic <laughs> that away end is slowly yeah. but surely getting bigger yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll be the home grid yeah. Like a fungus. <laughs> I would, ap- would apologise to, to Bay United fans, but you've had your 25 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't quite 25 years there at the top. Nearer yeah. than it was for most of us. That's true. That's very true. Dear, oh dear. Well, talking about Old Trafford, that leads me on neatly um, to say make sure you visit um, facebook.com forward slash capital one UK where you can get involved in competitions and, and debate around the cup. And the competition that has been running on the Facebook page is Grounds for Improvement. Mm. New name, for example. Yes. <laughs> um, and this competition allows fans to submit a photo of their ground along with an explanation of why it needs improving. Perhaps chuck out all the away yeah. supporters that are building up at Old Trafford. <laughs> um, and, and one ground will receive £75,000 worth of improvement with ten um, other runners-up getting good amounts as well. Um, so there we are, chaps. Uh, an incredible end to the semi-finals. Mm. Uh, we look forward to the final. And a, a part of me thought... 
I would have quite liked a, 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 an all-Manchester final. But then, uh, the way it panned out, I thought, oh, no, I'm really looking forward to seeing yeah, Sunderland yeah. at Wembley. Because there's, yeah. there's, there's a bit of previous with Sunderland and City this season already. So. Yes, yes, indeed. Really there is. Lovely old job. Yeah. Lovely old job. Um, that was, of course, a football ramble in association with Capital One, uh, the credit card that supports the supporters. Um, we'll be back after the final, which is on uh, the 2nd of March. So, so we'll round up the whole compo. Damn mm. right, the whole compo indeed. Mm. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Cheerio. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.